Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach, which means I've dedicated my entire life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the extraordinary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be alongside to help you be the best version that you can be. I'm psyched that you're here, so let's get to it. Yo, what's going on? It's Johnny King. And in these times of turbulent political craziness and uh, so much uh, opposing polarities of people's beliefs and conversations about race and, again, just rich and poor and, you know, red and blue and black and white and everything in between, uh, it just got me thinking again, like, you know what, I've got to keep doing the work, you know, during the summertime when you've got George Floyd and all the other uh, challenges going on, when there's so much of the, the protests and the, the, you know, just the challenges that are going and the con- continue to go on, I think, up in the northeast, I'm sorry, northwest, uh, like in Portland, Seattle, um, a lot of these things are, are I think, for and, and many good reasons, for what I can understand, um, good that they're not going away in the sense that it just keeps pressure on that we have to keep, you know, focusing on growth and healing. Um, not a huge fan of the the rioting and the looting and, and things like that. However, who said it? Someone said, uh, you know, rioting is, is the language for for the unheard and I kind of get that because <laughs> um, there's been times when I've had those conversations with with buddies of mine uh, who are black and and of Asian descent and Hispanic that I'm like looking at different things I'm like oh yeah I, I get angry with you when I haven't felt that really before because of probably my white privilege and having more or less grown up in a very white society and culture in the Midwest, um, privileged to not have to even really see this or deal with this, uh, type of atrocities that I'm like, when I get angry, I'm like, Oh yeah, I get that. And so I wanted to circle back around because I haven't talked a ton about it, although it has been on my mind, but I'm so grateful that, uh, you know, in the last couple of years, I've made so many amazing black friends and I could not say that I had that many black friends throughout my lifetime. There's, you know, the the few guys in, in high school and college that I either played sports with or would, you know, be in class with, but very few, you know. And now I've got uh, st- still, like, let's say relatively to, to how many white friends that I have, still a very, very small percentage. But at least give me, it gives me a, some more insight into, you know, the, the things that my my black friends are, are experiencing and thinking about, especially during... Uh, the political season that we're in. And so I wanted to circle back around uh, because my, my buddy Rashawn, who was on the podcast uh, months ago, um, you know, he, he said, hey, you should take this implicit bias test. I think it was done by Harvard. Uh, I just literally took it. I should know this. <laughs> I've got it right here on my computer right in front of me. It doesn't matter. Ultimately, um, he sent me the the link, and I'll yeah, it is Harvard. Um, I'll put it in the show notes if you want to take the test. I think it's really interesting. I was t- I I just you know I was like I've been meaning to take this test, 
<laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I got it. It's been on my to-do list. And yet I keep putting it off, kind of quote unquote, low priority. I'm like, why is that? How long will this take me? Well, I end up taking several tests probably over the last hour. Um, and I thought that was interesting. I was going to be very surprised if it showed that I didn't have any, <laughs> any bias, if I wasn't, uh, yeah, biased towards white people and not black people. Right. Um, why <laughs> Rashan is probably listening to this and laughing because I'm texting him like, Hey, can you send me the link? Cool. He sends me the link. I'm like, Oh, this is crazy. I'm, uh, it shows no implicit bias, uh, towards green people who are angry versus green people who are disgusting. And he's like, what, what, what test, what test did you take? I was like, I don't know. I just took the, I took the test. <laughs> Apparently the, 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 the mobile version is different than the laptop version. And I got myself into, <laughs> into a couple different tests. It was interesting though, to see that I don't necessarily have biases against people who I might think are either angry or disgusting. I don't know. That was a whole nother test, but it was interesting Then I took another test still looking for the race test. I wanted to take the test that he suggested, which was like white versus black, right? Well, that was ended up being the third test I took. The second test I took <clears throat> was more looking at like Chinese versus whites. Uh, and, and then, it, but also it, it takes you through like, it just has you look at, little snapshots of of white people's faces and Chinese people's faces, right? And so you're literally just going through and you're either pressing E for white people or I for Chinese people or it switches. And then it starts to associate Chinese with good, white with bad, like bad words. Um, or it'll say like white animal versus Chinese human. So the there, there'll be like, pictures of Chinese people and then there'd either be there'd be a word that says horse or pig and you'd have to say okay so you have to associate white you know like Chinese people with horse with animals and white people uh or whites with human or man or woman or human being and then it would switch and do Chinese with human and woman and man and white with horse and pig and hippo and so it goes through all this stuff and you're supposed to you know, just do it as quickly as you can, as accurately as you as you can. <clears throat> so I took the first couple of tests. I'm like, okay, like uh, I don't know. Well, showed that I had a you know, <laughs> no no bias against different green people. Okay, whatever. Uh, then I took the Chinese test, and it showed that I had a slight bias towards. Uh, it's interesting. Um, white white I, I guess I associate white people to being a little bit more human than Chinese people or I or I lean towards Chinese people being more animal like I don't totally get I need to go read the study I get more or less what it's I mean well, I don't totally get I would say that like I've had probably even less interaction uh, with Chinese people than I have even black people in my so so when I was over in Asia, um, it was very interesting to see that over the time that I was, I was in Asia for like a month, right? And I've always kind of said to myself, like, yeah, I'm just not, you know, in terms of, of women, I'm like, I'm not attracted to, to Asian women, right? Uh, and yet, when I was over in Asia years ago, it was fascinating to see just in the matter of three to four weeks, 
did being completely surrounded by Asian women, no white women other than my little sister. Um, but I was like, I started to appreciate so much about their culture, so much about them as a people. But then I also started seeing, okay, like, you know what? Oh, I'm not attracted to her, but like, wow, she's gorgeous. And like where before I just kind of saw it as Asian people and it was kind of a blanket. I'm not attracted to them. But I think about this in terms of like, okay, how does this look in terms of like a bias? Meaning like, or are, are Asian people in my head generally smarter than myself or other white people? Like, yeah, I mean, again, I'm, I'm just looking at this because this is such new territory for me that it, that I start to look at like, okay, what, what is, what is this kind of, I don't know, uh, systemic or yeah, like institutionalized uh, thinking or education on kind of putting people in boxes, right? And so I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Well, then I eventually did find the the black and white <laughs> uh, test. Thank you, Rashawn, for your help. Um, and so, you know, what what they are, what the Harvard test is good at saying is like, there's there's no right or wrong answer, right? But it is just to show you kind of what you lean towards. And so then I took the the black and white test. Um, and what was my results? It says your your results are a moderate automatic preference for European Americans over African Americans. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't surprise me, you know, because uh, I did grow up watching. I went through a phase for a year or two where I watched a lot of cops, right? And pretty much every single episode is just white cops, you know, beating down and arresting black, you know, young African American men, right? And so I'm like. I gotta believe <laughs> you would think, right? You gotta believe that those type of things, uh, slowly or maybe quickly, uh, you know, chip away at one's uh, non-bias, right? Um, so I, I say all this because it's like, okay, it's good. It's like what what the study also says is that they don't have enough um, research to say if they can do anything about it, if they can actually change your bias, which I got to believe that you can, right? Because it's like, if, if let's just say, you know, your only experience of using a, a stovetop is to be burned, then eventually you will just associate like that as pain and that is uh, stay afar. You don't understand how it works, right? So each time you touch it, it burns you. It doesn't take too many times to be like, okay, that stovetop. But it, the more you, where you, the more you were to use a stovetop to cook food and to do it safely, the less you'd probably let go of some of those very first early maybe instances where you were a little kid and you reached up and you burned your hand, right? I think about this, and I could be completely wrong because I'm not educated this in this area at all, right? And you could be listening to this and completely rolling your eyes, but I kind of don't care because it's my process, right? But I do feel like there's probably also a lot of people who are in the same boat that I am where they're like, okay, this might be an interesting conversation to have within yourself or with other people to see where our kind of implicit biases um, show up. Biases that, that you don't even realize are totally there, right? Um, and so th my whole thought is the more interactions that I have with buddies that I'm super close with, like Rashawn and 
Cedric and other and Dell and other guys that I've had on the on the podcast and that I have in my life on a routine basis, the more I have experiences of like normal life and normal friendship and normal interactions, right? Versus only seeing TV where a black man, you know, a young black male commits some like that's the only association that I would have with black black men or black people right um and so it just was very interesting and, and again it doesn't surprise me it just shows that i need to, i need to continue doing the work and continue to having these type of conversations take these type of tests read various books interact with my not only my black friends but hispanic friends and asian you know friends and all, everything in between um because too even if even let's say with with my father being gay. Now, you know, over the last, let's say, 15 years, I've had a lot of interaction with gay men and still even doing a lot of the work that I do here in Colorado with my men's groups and stuff like that. There's a lot of gay men that I, and I, because I, I threw, I now look through the, the lens of like, my dad is gay, openly gay. I could care less. I love him so much. I don't care, you know, of his sexual orientation. He's still my father. And I kind of, I, I I can see how that actually also has influenced me, hopefully in a good way, where that's how I also view gay men. There is a uh, an appreciation for the, just the challenge that I can see that, that or that I assume, and maybe not rightfully so, but I, I kind of assume that they've experienced by being, either you know still what's what's the right terminology in the closet or not open let's just say not openly gay versus those that are openly gay and all the things that they have to go through as it relates to the same things that I've seen and heard stories of what my dad has been through through his life right uh and I think it's the same type of thing as it relates to blacks and Asians and Hispanic and that the 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 closer I get to uh to having not the closer I get the the more interaction I have with close friends who are of different racial background backgrounds and upbringing that I have the more empathy and love and understanding I can have for them and I think to me that is how healing takes place and I think that's also it's 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 instrumental I believe in the work that I'm doing for myself and for the world is to <laughs> not it's not even working towards i i don't think i really believe in people saying oh i'm colorblind i don't see color i'm like nah you, i i almost got to see their color to appreciate where they've come from because it's such a different come from than my own right and if i feel like there's mutual respect um then there's there's an amazing wealth of of conversation and growth that can happen between brothers and between sisters and friends right uh, but it was interesting as I was <laughs> I was texting with uh, with Rashawn right before I started recording this, and I told him my results. And I was like, eh, not not surprising, right? He's like, no, it's not, and not to be hard on yourself, but he's like, you'd be surprised at how many black people have the same exact implicit bias as you do against other black people, right? He's like, that's it. Just goes to show how it just reflects the, the amount of and and as he said institutionalized and systemic and internalized issues that we have here 
in the U.S. and across the world, right? Um, and so I think he, he's – I'm so grateful for his friendship and all the other buddies that I have, both white, black, and everything in between that really pushed me to open my eyes, um, my family members – to, to, to say, okay, what's, what's going on here? Because that's, I think that's, that's just the, the thing that I find that's so great about this time in human history is that we have a lot of opportunity <laughs> to uh, undo, you know, the, the, the education from past, um, past generations and how the system has been set up uh, against certain races where we can really have some, some powerful uh, impact on, on the world, but ultimately on my friends, my family, you know, those that I love dearly, which is like all these, all these buddies that I have here in Colorado, all my buddies across the country and my, my, I should say my buddies, my, my female friends as well, all the way across, across the world. So I would just highly suggest and I'm putting myself out there and, and, you know, if you want to come back and call me racist, like, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, uh, overtly racist, but I do feel like there's a difference between being, uh, a racist and also being, uh, biased. Right. So, um, I do, I do, I do, as I'm thinking here, I'm sitting here. Uh, I think the bias is if they're, if they're not, handled they can ultimately turn into racism right um and that if we do have a system that is um systemically racist then i need to be aware of that so that i can kind of speak up for what i feel is right and not take part blindly in how the system you know might push other people down while propping me or other white people up right <clears throat> so Anyways, I digress, but I would highly suggest you go take it. It's really, really interesting. I'll put the link uh, to the Harvard kind of study, if you will, and the tests that you can take in the show notes to this podcast. And if you have any thoughts or uh, or feedback or questions, man, I'm 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 all ears. I'd love to hear it, and I'm sure I'll uh, I'll hear from some of my buddies uh, of those that listen to the podcast. But until the next time, I really appreciate you tuning in. Um, I just say in closing, just focus on keeping your head above water and above the line. This is the time where there's a lot of division. There's a lot of people who are poking the bear, who are looking to stir shit up, who are looking to, uh, you know, to be right versus being loving. And um, I don't know. I'm just a firm believer uh, in, in God and whatever you want to call it, but I, I'm just a firm believer that uh, my father and mother will will protect. And it doesn't mean that we can, you know, stick our head in the sand and not look at what's going on in the world. But I also do trust in the American people and whoever gets elected uh, will get elected, right? Um, and so there's there's power to that uh, that trust as well. So at the end of the day, you have to take care of you. That's what this podcast is all about. This is what this episode is all about, which is keep doing the work. I'm doing the work. You need to keep doing the work as I know you are. Uh, keep pushing yourself because the, the, the best way that you can change the world is by first changing you for the better, right? 
and con- continually growing and improving and staying humble and being willing to listen and to put yourself out there. Um, I think that's the most important part. So anyways, until we meet again, thanks again for listening. And as always, stay safe, stay humble, and keep focusing on improving day after day. Much love. Take care. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at johnnyking, facebook.com backslash johnnykingmenscoach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing. And we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.